Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. We now go to a fantastic guest, something that I've been looking forward to. Sintle Ngobese, best known as Big Daddy Liberty. He's a social media influencer and an experienced strategy communicator. He is one of the brightest voices in our country and a yardstick. Sintle, how are you doing? Uh, thank God. I'm very, very well and um, good to be talking to you. Excellent. Great to be talking to you too. My apologies for butchering your surname earlier. Yeah, you know, it was quite fine. The, the umlungu was going, ah, angas. Yeah. <laughs> Came out real strong. <laughs> That's, thank you. 100%. So you were recently in Cape Town. You put out mm. this fantastic video. You were chatting to people on the ground, starting it at the universities. What is the sense that you got about the views of South Africans on Hamas? I mean, th- that question, evil or not, is absolutely fantastic. It was a very powerful statement, and it was interesting to watch how some people try to sort of work their ways around the statement uh, to get their own view across. But uh, what did you find? That's right. Uh, again, let me just quickly set the scene in 30 seconds. You know, we decided to go down as the Big Daddy Liberty Show to Cape Town, the heart, if you will, of Hamas support in right. this country, indeed, sort of pro-Palestine lobby, broadly speaking, but really, it really is a Hamas support. But nonetheless, we decided to go to Cape Town um, and actually start the recording at UCT, at the University of Cape Town. As we all remember, UCT students had invited the likes of Hezbollah and Hamas yes. to address students. Uh, during what they call as a misnomer apartheid week in that part of the world. So we said, okay, fine, let's go to ground zero in that sense and speak to actual students and ask the question, do they think these statements and indeed the deeds of Hamas are evil or not? There's very little wiggle room in that other than, yes. you know, being quite open and honest and saying, is this evil or not? And it is encouraging, I must say, that the overwhelming majority of people were, when you then put these statements by Hamas to them, would rightly say, you know, this is absolutely abhorrent, this is absolutely evil, which for me really exposed two things. Uh, number one, in terms of the broader population in this country, I don't think most people actually care about this issue. And why? Right. Because the South Africans have domestic issues which are much more pressing. You know, that, that chat, who lives in a shack on a sand dune in Cape Town, yes. isn't worried about, you know, Hamas or Hezbollah or even Israel. I hate to say that. Yeah. Um, because, you know, his lived reality is much worse. And then there are those individuals who unfortunately are dribbled and distracted and lied to yes. by the sort of toxic coalition in this country of, you know, ANC and EFF politicians, uh, the BDS movement, and really, sadly, large pockets of uh, the mainstream media who are here to sell that Hamas lie of them, quote-unquote, being, quote, freedom fighters, yes. sort of appropriate this image of South Africa's liberation movement. So it's those South Africans, unfortunately, who are dribbled, who we felt like we needed to educate on the issue, number one, by showing them exactly who Hamas is, not through the PC lens of EFF and ANC politicians who sell them as liberation heroes, no, actually show them for the Jew-hating anti-Semites with a genocidal intent um, organization that they are. And that, I must say, we were relatively successful in conveying. And the episode conveys the same thing. Fantastic. Absolutely. For South Africans, we have 
a history and a depth of understanding of struggle more so than any other country. And I think for many years we were looked to as the, the yardstick, the bearer of how to effectively struggle and move a country from a, a horrendous regime into a government elected by the people and how to do that transition. Are, are we carrying guilt around that in terms of we are responsible for every struggle that's happening? And why are we focusing why are the, our political parties focusing on Israel? That's a very nested question. I mm. don't think I'll have the time to unpack it okay. at all, but I'll say this, just to just mm. be concise. We as South Africans are being dribbled and distracted by a political elite who have failed us on the issues that really matter to us domestically. Right. So as we run up to an election next year in 2024, you can bet your bottom dollar that parties like the ANC and really the EFF who are yoked right now to the ANC by way of various coalition governments across the country will be looking for anything to distract and dribble South Africans. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. this is one of those issues as they desperately search for new voter uh, territory, you know, I think they've, for whatever erroneous reason, have latched onto this issue as something to maybe garner the Muslim vote, for example, as, as, right. as you know, that is a very big demographic on this. And again, that's not me saying anything negative about Muslim individuals. Um, it's me really pointing out, really, if anything, the conniving and cunning nature of, of politicians. But let me let me end off mm. this, this this question on this point. I think where South Africans have not so much a collective guilt about our liberation past, but if anything, we have a attempt by politicians to appropriate yes. that liberation history to misapply uh, it on issues that, number one, don't apply to what we went through as South Africans collectively. And I mean all South Africans, black, white, yep. Indian, and Catholic, um, number one. And number two, uh, to not only misappropriate that same history, but to then mask their own failures using that, right. uh, you know, because it's such a polarizing issue, or at least they make it rather, let me be precise and specific, they make it a polarizing issue, whereas in real terms, this isn't a polarizing issue. When you put to ordinary South Africans the atrocities that happened on the 7th of October, they are aghast and shocked at the fact that the people who are put up as heroes yes. to them by the likes of the ANC are butchering babies, raping women, and literally invading the country to slaughter innocent civilians. Even at the height of liberation politics in this country, yeah. you know, with its Czech history aside, at no stage did the liberation movement say, hey, look, our avowed intent is to go and butcher babies and, you know, to do this. And again, that's not to say that stuff like that didn't happen. Yes. Of course, history shouldn't be whitewashed, but the avowed intent wasn't that. So contrast that with Hamas, who themselves say, no, actually, that is... Their avowed intent. Their avowed intent is a genocidal movement, a jihadist, a terrorist movement, if you will, that seeks the destruction of Israel. So to, to compare these two is actually the injustice being done by the political elites in this country. And thank you, God, I have this platform, small as it is, to actually produce content and we'll be producing more, right. talking to ordinary South Africans, showing them really who these radical Islamic jihadists really are. They're not our friends, neither are they liberation heroes. Well, thank you for the work that you're doing. And I think, you know, we have missed uh, an opportunity, given our history, to perhaps mediate a situation like this rather than call for genocide. So thank you. That's right. You know, that's really what is so upsetting about this situation. Sintle, thank you so much for your time. That is all the time that we have for today. We were chatting now to Big Daddy Liberty, social media influencer, 
and experienced strategic communicator, absolutely, unpacking what ordinary South Africans think about Hamas.